Hey everyone, welcome back to All Saints with our Sunday Scripture Reflections. Uh, we're here to talk about the 19th Sunday in Ordinary Time, which is coming up uh, this Sunday, of course. Yes. So uh, we have our readings from 1 Kings, and then the letter to the Ephesians, and the Gospel of John, uh, from the Bread of Life discourse, especially in chapter 6. So some exciting stuff, um, some different different things, So, but especially in 1 Kings, uh, we have, it's such a, this is a story I, I hear about in kind of Telling it in different language, it just always sounds so cool. Of uh, is that Elijah is um, is just totally tired and done, and everything is falling apart, and he's just sitting and he's like, I can't do anything else. I'm just I'm gonna hang out under this tree and just go ahead and kill me, God. Yeah. And God's like sends an angel that just says, you you need like a nap and some food. Yeah. And then you're gonna be okay. And then he's totally okay and goes and does the rest of his mission and. Yeah walks around for 40 more days in the desert there. Um, and that sort of connects in with our gospel, which we'll come back to the second reading, but Jesus continuing in his discourse about uh, him being the bread of life and how um, he's, really, he's talking about the Eucharist, but he's, he's kind of digging into that language more and more over time where he's saying, you know, your fathers ate manna in the desert um, and God gave you that, but I'm going to give you, but I am the bread of life. Yeah. Uh, I'm giving you this and if you eat this, you will never hunger again. Um, and everybody's kind of taking it in a little bit at a time, um, but he's talking, I think the connection with those two readings I think is just cool in the fact that, um, you know, Elijah, who is, I mean, he's Elijah, he did some awesome yeah. things, he was this great prophet, um, right. and yet he hit, he hit a point where he's like, I got, I got nothing, everything is awful, and he just, what he needed was the food that God gave, and that sort of image coming into the, the Eucharist I think is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, I think that my immediate thought when I was reading through this was um, we, we put expectations on God, right? I, I think, so this is right after we have this very famous scene in Elijah's um, ministry where he's challenging the priest of Baal and he says, you know, it, your God can light this altar on fire. Your God is the one true God. But if my God can do it, my God is the one true God. And they fail, and he almost in like jest is kind of like maybe your God's taking a break right now. He's, He's on vacation, like, <laughs> kind of teasing him and everything. And then the the water is poured on the altar multiple three times, of mm-hmm. course, um, very trinitarian. And then the the fire is so bright and so blazing and so hot that the priests of Baal all run away. But it says that they run away ashamed. Uh, it doesn't say that they were converted. And I think that was kind of Elijah's mindset was like, God's going to convert all these people once he sees this, but it doesn't happen. And so you get kind of this scene of like defeatism where he's just like done and he's under this broom tree and he's just, and I I think it's beautiful that he's going back to, to Mount Horeb, which we also know is geographically speaking, Mount Sinai. And it's the same place where all of this begins. Right. And so it's, he's journeying back to that beginning of like, I feel this great despair because I haven't done what I was supposed to do in because he thought the mission was to convert all of these people. But I, I we've talked about it before. The mission sometimes isn't <clears throat> conversion as much as it is introduction. Like introduce people to this God. Show people that this God is real so that they can see it. And we see this kind of defeated expectation. He's like, just kill me now. And in that despair, we have that first, like, Snickers commercial that's, like, 
you're not you're you when you're hungry, right? And it's like the angel comes and he's like, here's a Snickers. Um, and it, it, you know, it satisfies and he gets up. You know, it's not a Snickers, right? Um, it's the it's God sending this bread. And then, right, we see this image where Christ has now fed the 5,000. He has told the 5,000 that have followed him, what you're looking for is not food that will help you with your physical um, nutrient, but what is spiritual. And and he continues in that. And he says, I'm the bread of life. And now the, we have the Pharisees and Sadducees that are sitting there and they're like, hang on a second. Aren't you just Mary's son? Like right. your dad's a carpenter. Like none of that can be real. And, and we have this conversation where Jesus is kind of like, nobody's really listening to what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, I am the bread of life that has come from God. I've seen the face of God, I, and only I have seen that, which I think goes back to Mount Sinai again, where Moses sees God, but he never sees the face of God. And I think Jesus is kind of reiterating that. and He's like, I've seen the face of God. I am the bread from heaven. This is not man in the desert anymore. I am the bread of life. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's just interesting, especially looking at it again, this, the, not despair, Spirit's not the right word, but just the, the overwhelming um, feeling of just being uh, yeah. unsuccessful or you know, yeah. seeming unsuccessful. And for both of those, uh, both of these points where Jesus is like, I know none of y'all are really listening. There may be a couple and then not getting it, you're yeah. going to walk away after this, but I'm going to keep saying this anyway. And Elijah just, he, he did what he was supposed to do and it right. didn't go exactly how he wanted it. But that's the the moment at which you they've kind of hit this rock bottom. I mean, at least for Elijah. Yeah. yeah. And I think that the, like the unmet expectation of what Elijah may have projected onto God, right? Like it wasn't that God said, once I light this on fire, all the priests of Baal are going to follow you and, and be like, yes, you are the one true God. Well, that's not what he said, he, you know, and, and he said, I'm going to do this because I am God. And that's his, decision. he did that. Their decision was to walk away the same way that Jesus is saying, this is the truth. This is what I'm telling you. Now you have to decide what to do with it. And I think all of that turns us back to what Paul's saying in his letter to the Ephesians, right? So we know that Ephesus historically is this place of very dark magic, um, very um, witchcraft and incantations and all of these very demonic-like things. And Paul is saying to them, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Instead, be better than who you are. He's like, don't get angry, don't get frustrated, don't get mad. Like these are all things that are part of what this world is telling you is okay to do. Don't do that. And I wonder if Elijah, right, not in his despair, but maybe in those unmet expectations, if he's grieving the Holy Spirit, like, God did something, but that wasn't what I wanted. And it's like, well, it's not what you want, but it's what God has done and the Holy Spirit is doing. And so there's this, this opportunity, we've talked before so many times also of like, these expectations that we have of God are nothing compared to the expectations that God has for us. Um, we just have to recognize that, or give him the opportunity to show us those things instead of sitting under the broom tree and being like, I quit, I'm done, just take my life. Right. So. Yeah, I think that image, and the, the words that St. Paul uses there, like, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I think that's a good way to look. I mean, because we, we have to be honest with God in our prayer. We should be. He wants right. us to be. If you're having a miserable time, he wants to know that. Absolutely. Um, but, Taking that and then, yeah, blaming it on God or yeah. saying that, um, you know, there's or giving into actual despair and that right. sort of thing. It's 
then you're you're putting you're putting obstacles in the Holy Spirit's way that, yeah. and you're you're you know guarding him out. And it's uh, yeah, I think that's a great way to to a great thing to not do uh, in yeah. the way that he says that. And I think it's something that that we all have a tendency to to be like, why would God allow this to happen in my life? And it's one of those things that you know we we have to change the way we think of it in, instead to say. I am hopeful for what God has in store for my life Um, because the expectations that we may have. I mean, Elijah is not a small part of the story, right? Like the Feast of the Transfiguration was Friday and Elijah is part of that. And so it's not like this is a small character in the idea of the, the history of the church, but still had that same despair. And it's the same with it. Like, you know, we've talked earlier when coffee chats this week of like hey there's no small part to play in this like you all have a role um don't grieve the holy spirit allow the holy spirit to move in your life to bring you to greater things than maybe you have or have expected for yourself yeah i think that's a great challenge for kind of all of us to examine where we are with our expectations of god and just Mm -hmm. think about like what am i waiting for what am i hoping for um, and am I more willing to take whatever God gives me than to insist on what I think is going to happen? Yeah. Um, and just thinking about, you know, whether or not you're really open to God's will and how you can be more open in that way. Yeah, I think it's. I think that's the great challenge too, and I, I think it's something that we all need to be aware of. Father Jovita said it in Mass on Wednesday. You know, you, God is going to answer your prayer in three ways. No, this is not what is best for you. I know what's best for you. Yes, or wait. And, and I think that's the reality, you know. So if we, we take the opportunity to evaluate those expectations, then we also have to give God the opportunity to move us in the way that he wills for us. Yeah. So, so from all of us here at All Saints, thank you very much. Please join us again next week as we talk about not the 20th Sunday in Ordinary Time, but the Assumption of yes. Our Lady, um, which is on Sunday. And we will be back here. Thank you again. Please pray for us. Know that we are praying for you. And we'll see you next time. God bless. God bless.